Welcome to another episode of DLS Central. Damon in the house. We're talking NFL. We're co- we're in week eight, uh, but we had a pretty raucous week seven. A lot of good games uh, going on. It's it's been a good NFL season. I, I must say I've been enjoying it. Um, it's a little bit more fireworks this week. Uh, well, there's been fireworks every week, but. On Thursday night, there were definitely more fireworks or a lot more points scored. But, I mean, you have two good teams that – well, not good teams, but you have two teams that that can put up points. And so that's what made Week 7 pretty exciting uh, from a a Thursday night perspective because they had the Saints matched up with the Cardinals. And both teams can get – up and down the field, which is why I think a lot of people were like, oh, okay, well, at least this is this game is watchable. And it was. I mean, the, the final score is 42 to 34 with the Cardinals winning. They really did need that win, too, because there was a lot of heat uh, coming up on them. Um, there are a lot of talk about the relationship or uh, between Kyler and, uh, and Cliff Kingsbury and, and their clashes. And people just people felt like the Cardinals weren't good, and and that may still be the case. Um, but it's they 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 do know how to how to move the ball. And Kyler is like he, he's still trying to come into his own. He's still a, a relatively young quarterback, even though it's starting to solidify what he is. I would say that uh, probably in about two or three more years. Will he, who he is will be solidified. I, I don't know if he if he will be one of those quarterbacks or just NFL players who can break past the ceiling that uh, that kind of becomes your makeup after a while. But I, I think that he still has some room to grow. But I do believe eventually he's going to crystallize and is and who he is is just who he is. And you kind of have to live with um, the deficiencies uh, that Kyler has, but appreciate the the abilities. But this was a good game. Cardinals really needed that win because they got to keep pace in that uh, NFC West division. Saints fall to two and five. But with uh, with Brady and the Bucks. Not really being able to get the jobs done either, because they they yeah they're they're going through it. It's like the Saints are still kind of in it in that division. That's a it's an ugly division that that NFC South. Uh, but it's like the Bucks is right there for the Bucks to to take it, but they <laughs> for some reason they don't want to. Uh, but but yeah, the Saints they kind of need they they took a hit on that one. So but two and five. Having a record like that, especially when you're starting to, to teeter towards the midpoint of the season, that that's not where you want to be. Um, and the Falcons, they lost two, so it's like it, it kind of still keeps the Bucks in the driver's seat. Uh, but that division is tough. But the Bengals, they're starting to get into get back into their form. Uh, Joe Burrow is 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 uh, looking a lot better. He's looking more like last year's Joe Burrow. But again, we got to see what what happens next with them because they were able to protect them, uh, you know, that last Sunday. But can they consistently do it? Because if you can protect Burrow, Burrow's the man. Um, but He's taken a lot of hits earlier in the season, but the Falcons they just couldn't they couldn't do anything with the Bengals. I mean, and they had a the Bengals had a really good first half. They scored fourteen in the first quarter and the second quarter. And if you allow a football team to get that much point production on you in the first like in the first half, it's really difficult to come back. And then the Bengals, they got another touchdown in the in the uh, second half. That's kind of really all they needed. But it's like the Falcons, they just they ran out of juice. Um, but they're a lot better than they were the past few years. I'll say that for the Falcons. They're definitely dangerous. Um, but, again, I still don't see them as serious contenders. The Cowboys and the Lions, this game, I was watching it. I mean, the score – 
is not indicative of how hard the Lions fought. They really fought hard because for a long time, I mean, it was 10-6. And things didn't really start picking up until the fourth quarter. Um, and then Dallas, they just did the running game, wore the Lions down, and the Lions just shot themselves in the foot. Golf was throwing interception after interception. And the Lions were getting stupid. Like they 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 fumbled at the goal line. They were right there, and they fumbled. Um, it was it, uh, it's it's hard to to watch the Lions. But um, you know, again, the, those that love the Lions, they they really love the Lions. Uh, but yeah, they they had opportunities to to really put pressure on the Cowboys um, because I felt like for a while they played really good D, and it was. It's like it was it was their game to kind of steal from Dallas. Uh, but when that fourth quarter hit, it's just kind of like they just had a meltdown and and that was it. So for them to lose 24 to six, it's a tough loss, but it was a lot closer than what that uh, that score indicates. The Titans beat the Colts. This was a, I mean, the Titans, they're, they're one of those teams where it's like they, they, they get progress and they get win after win and they gut these ugly games out. Um, and then you're looking up and you're like, man, the Titans are in the playoff. But when you think about that division, they're the strongest team in that division. Nobody is like the Colts aren't good. Um, you know, the, uh, who else is in that division? So it's like it's the Colts, it's the Titans, it's the uh, the Texans. Texans aren't good, so it's like nobody's concerned about about those teams in that in that particular division. And you got the Jags. The Jags aren't good, so it's like the Titans. There they are the Titans of that division, and it's gonna be that way until the other teams uh, get some talent on on their team. That's that's. Uh, that's competitive. So, but yet again, it's not like the Titans have a lot of talent, but they've got enough. They've got smart coaching. They've got players that that know that know their role and they execute. And that's really what you need. And so, Titans are Titans are going to take that division. Can they get past the uh, the um, like the wild card? I doubt it, but they're going to be there. Commanders, this is shocking. I mean, it's it's weird because com- the Commanders are somehow three and four, which is kind of weird. Um, but I mean, they they found a way to fight and they beat the Packers. I thought this was going to be a game where the Packers get back on track because it's not like the Commanders are a good football team. But this for them to lose to Washington means that there truly is something going on in Green Bay. Um and 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 sometimes it's just not your year. <laughs> sometimes it's just not your year. Like everybody can't you you can't win all the time. So is I think it's just this is just a Packers season to not be that great. Um but yeah, they can't get on the same page, and for them to lose to to the Commanders is I know this loss is frustrating for them. I still think that um, that it's probably going to be between them and uh, and Minnesota in that division to win it. Um, but yeah, the Packers they're they're plummeting. Now this was the shocker. This was the shocker that uh, I, I know a lot of people. If you, if they were if you were a better, I'm not. But if you, <laughs> I know a lot of people that do bet on the games, and this was the one I know everybody lost money on was uh, the the Panthers blowing out the Buccaneers twenty one to three. Tom Brady couldn't score a touchdown. It's not like he threw an interception, but he just couldn't score. The they couldn't play D. They couldn't do anything right, and the Panthers. This was one of their better games. I mean, it's like they even with a, um, a a backup QB in there, they were able to handle business. So there's a lot of stuff going on with Tom Brady. Um, this isn't the best year for him professionally or personally. Um, and so, uh, you know, my my prayers to him and his family, um, you know, but it was with all that going on, you know, it's really it, like he. 
he's getting hit from a lot of areas. And I mean, the team, the team is struggling. Um, It's not just about, oh, what's going on with Tom Brady? No, it's like the receivers are dropping passes. The running game is weak. Like, I mean, they, I felt like they were trying to get Fournette into the game, like into, uh, into games early in the season, but he's become a non-factor to the point where I feel like the Bucks need to shot for a running back. I mean, if, because they're not running the ball. And I felt like their their running game was working the first three games. Um, but they just they went away with it. Um their receivers, they again, they're dropping passes. They had some injuries, um, but they're just they're not the same. And and off like from the offensive line standpoint, they can't block them at all. Like they can't block teams. Especially on um, on Brady's left side, they just they can't do it, and he's taking a lot more sacks, and he's getting a lot he's getting pressured a lot more than he's used to. Um, it's just it's a nightmare season for Brady, and uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how this goes because I feel like again this one this is one of those time one of those seasons where sometimes it's just not your year, um, and I. At this point, I know they were the favorites to make the playoffs, but I don't know if they make the playoffs now. I, I think they miss it because they're they're really out of sync and they're really, and um, it just they're they're not playing good football on either side of the ball. Their defense is giving up way too much to other teams, and is they're blown coverages. Um, they're they're not stopping the run the way they need to. It's just. The Bucks, they're they're getting beat at every phase of the game, so it's it's tough to watch right now. <laughs> um, the Giants beat the Jaguars. I was I was watching uh, the little clips of this game on like the game cast and stuff like that, um, and like the to me the Jags blew this. I feel like the the Jags blew it more than the Giants won it because they were playing okay football and they just they let the Giants roar back in the fourth quarter and steal this one. Um but again they th- this was a game that the Jags could have have uh, taken from the Giants. And so again the Giants are 6 and 1. It's still hard to say that they're legitimate. But they their record is what their record is. They are six and one, and that gives them a pretty good advantage uh, when it comes to uh, standings and playoff position. But uh, we got to see what happens next. But I've, the way their schedule is looking, they're not playing. They they don't really have a lot of tough games. So if they continue to keep up the consistency of how they play, um, they. They they really could be super dangerous. Now, the one that frustrated me, that made me mad, was this Browns and Ravens game. Because this, uh, this was a game that Cleveland should have won. They played the Ravens hard. Lamar, everybody, Lamar held up the... Uh, the 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 pay the pay Lamar sign that a crowd that a that a fan brought in there and you know what to to they they Baltimore dropped the ball on this one they should have been paid that man he's one of the premier quarterbacks in the league he's he's top five um, and if he if he's saying pay me it means that he wants to be in the city but. Because they're shuffling their feet, now that gives him a desire to probably want to go elsewhere. Um, with that being said, there are deficiencies in Lamar's game that it could just be that Baltimore they just they don't think he's the guy. And if you don't think he's the guy, then if that if that's how you feel, then it's not worth paying him that money. If they feel like they want to go in a different direction offensively with the, from a quarterback perspective, then it doesn't make sense to pay him long term money um, just because he's a he's a name. You know, he he's a he's one of the uh, one of the stars in the league. It's that, I've, and I, I'm going to talk about that, but I'm noticing something with that. 
um, stardom in professional sports. But yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, I, I got to talk about that. But again, he helps lead them to you know a like victory in this game. The Browns, they're two and five, but they really should probably be like six and one or five and two. Um, but again, they just they can't get out of their own way. Uh, and it's costing them. It co- it costs them the season. They're not making playoffs <laughs> at this point. Um, a whole lot of things have to go right in their favor for them to make the playoffs at this point. Uh, but they have the, they have no one but themselves to blame. So I love my Browns, but y'all y'all blew it. And now they're getting rid of Kareem Hunt. So that's going to change the dynamic. Well, they're trying to, they're, they're, uh, they're listening to offers for him. But if that's the case, if you're listening to offers, then now the running game suffers. And that was our strength. That was the best thing that we had going for us was we had a, a, a strong two back tandem. And now what do you do? Um, I mean, so now the, all the load is on, on, uh, on tub. I mean, he, he's, He's super awesome, but now it's going to be interesting to see how their schemes change and and if it um, if it makes them worse or if 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 they can figure out ways to work around it. Um, so Browns again, they they shouldn't be two and five, but they did it to themselves. The Jets beat the Broncos. Jets Jets are frisky. Jets are good. Um, well, I don't want to say they're good. I don't want to go that far, but they're formidable. The Jets are formidable. They're, you have to play them hard, and they've been winning ugly, tight games, and they, they stole another one from the Broncos. Um, Russell Wilson wasn't playing. Uh, so, uh, because he had a, he had an injury that they, they didn't want to, uh, to, they were trying to keep him out, um, just to be cautious. So he didn't play, and the, but it, it didn't necessarily help because uh, it's like the Broncos offense is just non-existent. And I don't think it's just Russell Wilson. I just think that the offense is anemic. Um, nobody fears the receivers that they have. They, their running game isn't great. <laughs> I mean, the defense, I think, keeps them in. The, the defense is the star. The defense keeps them in a lot of games. But, I mean, they don't have any any real threats on the off from the offensive position and I mean, you got to give Russ something to work with. So I, I mean, I know people say, what do you mean? Jerry Judy da, da, da. Oh, folks ain't scared. Of Judy is like you, what makes a receiver a weapon is when other teams have to really like respect them, have to really respect that receiver. I have to have to have a, a, a playbook for the team and, and like a, a, a separate game plan for that particular player uh, because they can they can do so much damage if they're a receiver. Um, nobody's afraid of Jerry Judy um, and nobody's afraid of the other receivers that they have. And so when they when you have that. You can see it on the scoreboard. Uh, you know there there aren't any receivers that that can really get open and create major separation. And unfortunately, when they do get open, Russ is in the funk and he can't see them. Um, but I, it's like I don't know what he's looking at, but it's just for some reason he can't see them, and it's just it's terrible. Now they they have another shot. Uh, to to right the ship, but they're starting to lose opportunities to to steady themselves. But that was another win for the Jets and another loss for the Broncos. Raiders whooped up on the Texans. To me, this again, this was a game that they needed to win because they've got to get they got to keep pace in that division. That that AFC West is brutal. Uh, you've got. Chiefs, Raiders, got Chargers, uh, you got Broncos. I mean, it's <laughs> it's tight in that division. So, I mean, even though the Chiefs have a pretty sizable lead, it's just the competition level. Like it, it's pretty frisk, pretty frisky because uh, all those teams are as um, like eyes are on them. I think the Broncos are probably like the least explosive, but I mean, their defense is solid, um, but you got Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs, 
all those teams are going to put up points. So um, at least for three out of four of those teams, they're going to really have to play hard. And with the Texans, I give them credit. They're one in four, um, but you got to play. <laughs> the Texans aren't a team. Like, you can't just it, – it's not like you can just, like, go to sleep on the Texans. Texans are going to score, and they, they've proven that they can put up points. And they're in all of these games. It's just that the Raiders had a monster fourth quarter. You scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. You're – nine times out of ten, you're going to win that football game. Because, um, again, with any sport – that has quarters, uh, games, the game is won and lost in the fourth quarter. And so what if you, in a football game, you put up 21 unanswered, probably going to win that game. Seahawks, Chargers, this one was great. I mean, you talking about back and forth, just firing, like both teams just going for it, shootout city, um, this AFC versus NFC. I feel like these teams mirror each other a lot to the point that they, they also have the same record with that Seahawks win. So it's like both teams are, are four and three, but they know how to let it fly. I mean, th- this was a really good game and it's, it uh, continued to help solidify the legitimacy that the Seahawks, you know, the uh, of the Seahawks and, if if they continue if they have a winning record they get into the playoffs um i don't think that they're a team that that uh, other teams are going to want to see so it's like seahawks they're they're shaping themselves out to be a dark horse by the way they're playing but um and and Gino has is having the best season he's ever had, uh, probably some of the best football he's ever played and you just he he's a it's a great story i'm happy for him the Chiefs whooped up on the 49ers. Um, this game, it was maybe it was close for in the in the uh in the first half, but that second half, the Chiefs just jumped all up on them and it it was a wrap. Um oh yeah, and before we go ahead, like much uh I feel bad for the Jets fans because they lost Brees Hall to an ACL. That's tough because he was a weapon, so it'll be interesting to see if the Jets can come out and, and still have that same the same power that they've had so far. But back to Chiefs Niners, it just seemed like the Niners, they just they were out of sync you know, for like at for a good part of that game. They just but it's hard to play the Chiefs. Um and Mahomes is, is the man. So it's like the Chiefs are, are getting back into dangerous form. I still think, I mean, everybody still knows that they're not what they used to be, but they're, they're solid. They're, I would say they're, uh, they're probably top three in the league, uh, in terms of best teams and they really proved it. Now what the Niners, what happened to the Niners, um, in a good way was that they traded, um, they, they, they got, they got um, Christian McCaffrey uh, from from the Panthers. So with the trade like that, that actually really helps beef up their running crew. And it gives them another playmaker potentially um, on offense that can really um, do some damage if, if Jimmy G uses him correctly. The thing with McCaffrey is he got to stay healthy. Because it seems like he's he's one of them always injured guys. <laughs> um, and so and when you have guys like that, the conversation is always when he's healthy, when he's healthy. And you can only say that for so long uh, until when he finally is healthy. The, the skills have fallen off. So to where there are certain things that they can't that they just can't do anymore. So. Hopefully that the Niners could get some use out of out of McCaffrey. The Sunday night football game, I knew it was going to be slow. <laughs> um, it was a good win for Miami, um, but it looked like the Steelers are gonna we're gonna steal this. We're going to steal uh, this game, um, but again they just they they made a, a, a terrible mistake late. And uh, that was the game, and the Dolphins were able to hold on. Um, but it wasn't a pretty game, but Dolphins won it. And, and Tua, 
it, it was a good game back for him uh, because uh, especially considering what happened to him um, with the with the head injury. And so glad he's OK. Again, y'all know my stance. I, If it was me, he's not getting he's not playing for the rest of the year um, just to make sure he's all right. But, that, you know, this is not my call to make. And so I just hope that he that he can stay healthy. That's the right call. And on Monday Night Football, the Bears, I didn't see this one coming. <laughs> I picked the Patriots, but the Bears they jumped up on the Patriots and, and took them down. Um, it wasn't a great game for Mac uh, and the Bears. They were able to. They needed this win uh, to keep them in step with in, in um, with the standings in the NFC North because that division's that division's a little thick. I mean, you got Minnesota's playing a little better. Green Bay's not that great, so it kind of evens out. But now with the Bears. The Bears being three and four is almost making this a three-team race. Um, of course, the Lions aren't in it, but <laughs> but it makes it a three-team race. So it'll be interesting to see um, how things shape out in that division. And that was week seven. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk week eight picks. Looking for a one-stop shop for music, movies, and television? Then look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip-hop, news, documentaries, and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they've just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet. Music time. Want to sign up? Go to www.ppvmuzictyme.com. It's time for music. And so, week eight, week eight has started. And um, on Thursday night football, the Ravens took down the Bucks. So now the Bucks are three and five uh, on the year. And this was a game where the Bucks they could have won this because the Ravens weren't on their best game. Uh, this this was that game uh, I talked about it being the last game, but it was actually this game where uh, Lamar held up the you know the the pay me sign um, and. And I mean, and again, if they want to keep him, if they really want him to be the quarterback for their team long term, they really do need to pay him uh, what he wants to be paid. Um, and he, but he he feels like he should be paid probably the the most money out of all the quarterbacks in the league. Um, yeah, I just I don't know if Baltimore wants to do that, and because they don't want to do that, even though they're probably like, hey man, we love you, we just not gonna pay you that. <laughs> you know, with us the Super Bowl, then we pay you. And and I think that's the thing. That is the thing. That that is how I feel about it. All these players talking about some pay me this, pay me that. You gotta win, man. You gotta win. Like they paid Kyler all that money. Kyler, when he went to the uh to the playoffs, he stuck up the joint. Um and and it wasn't cool. Lamar, he can get to the playoffs, but he's never. I don't. He, he, I don't think he's. He's uh, gotten past the division round. I don't think he's went to an AOC uh, championship game anytime soon. And so it's like, can you get to the? Can you get your team in? Can like in in really good contention for the Super Bowl? Can you get them to the AFC championship? Can you get them to a Super Bowl? Joe Burrow. 
got the, the the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl. They didn't win, but it, but they almost did. They they uh they kind of um made the they they pushed the Rams to the limit. Um, but again, they just they just couldn't get over the hump and they they couldn't take the game, so the Rams took it. But Burrow has been there less time, and he's got and he's he's went further than Lamar Jackson has. And so with, with that being said, if you want to get paid the big bucks, you got to play. Like you got to win. Um that that's how you get paid. That's what that's how it makes you undeniable. Um there's too many guys that are getting paid and they're not winning. You got to win. To me that should be the prerequisite for any major contract talks. Patrick Mahomes can can you know can can get those big contracts because one he's gone to a Super Bowl he's gone to two Super Bowls he's won one um, and he's and he's he's pretty consistent in his play it's obvious that he has talent he has great QB instincts he's a good quarterback but he can have he has that leverage to to tout. Um, but Lamar, yes, Lamar's a, a, a great athlete and, and he's a pretty good quarterback, but you gotta win. You gotta win, bro. <laughs> if you're not gonna win, you it, it's hard for to get the team to justify them paying you more than any quarterback in the league. Like, even though the market is what the market is, you gotta there, there's some res, there's some responsibility that he has to incur on this one. He's got to show and prove that he's worth it by winning. You gotta you gotta and not just winning the regular season. It's, it's not about the regular season. Yeah, you want to get him. You want to uh, make sure that the the playoff spot is solidified. That's what he's responsible for. But once it's solidified, all the team really cares about is playoff wins and that that's what he really needs to be concerned about is playoff wins and until they it like he's all this talk of pay me pay me if if they lose in a wild card game if they lose in the divisional round they they're not going to pay him they they're not going to justify paying him you you pay him if you if he can get you to the AFC championship if if he can get you there because they haven't been there in a long time but if he can get them to the AFC championship now we can talk about paying you but if if they don't get past the second round or if they don't get past the first round or heaven forbid they don't make the playoffs they gonna keep their wallet their wallets closed and I feel like Lamar he he's probably gonna walk. And some folks are probably gonna say, "Oh, that's stupid." They let Lamar walk, but it's like it actually is pretty smart because he hadn't produced results. Yeah, he's a name, but if you don't, if you're not producing, then I mean, there there's a cap on on your value as a quarterback. So that's my two cents on that. But with that being said, they're five and three. Um, they're they're. I feel like they are. They do have the lead in the division at this point. Um, but again, it's Bengals are right on their heels, so it's going to be fun to uh, to see which team comes out of the AFC North. Uh, but the Ravens, the Ravens are in the driver's seat, especially with that win. Bucks again. Uh, you know, Tom Brady news. Him and his wife they're getting divorced. Uh, Again, and and the team just not really being that good. It's just it is what it is. This is a game that they could have won, um, but just too many miscues. And they try to turn it on in the fourth quarter, but it's too late. It's like they they really have to play consistent football all four quarters. They they come out sometimes again with this with the uh, if you look at the scoreboard on this one, they were at they they put up points in the first quarter and the fourth quarter. And Ravens they had they had scoring on in every quarter for some, in in some capacity. Um and they really had a big third quarter. But for the Bucks, they can't just hang their hat on we're going to try to storm in the fourth quarter, because 
it's just, it's it's not good. Your 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 chances of winning are lower, uh, especially against good teams. So, uh, tough break for the Bucks, uh, but uh, you know, hopefully they can right the ship. We'll see what happens. Um, the Broncos going to Jacksonville to play the Jags. This isn't gonna. It, it, well, no, no, no. They're not going to Jacksonville to play the Jags. They're going to London to play the Jags. They're gonna be at Wembley uh, to play the Jags. So um, neutral, tur- neutral turf. Um, everybody's cracking on Russell Wilson because he was exercising on the plane. And I love Russ, but I need Russ to sit down somewhere and and like don't say much. Just just leave. Be cool. <laughs> I need Russ to chill out. <laughs> he doing too much, y'all. Two and five. Come on, Russ. <laughs> Russ create unnecessary headlines. It's like I know that's him. I know he, you know, he just trying to stay active and all that. But it's like, man, just just show it on the field. That's what people want to see. They want to see Russell Wilson cook on the field. And that hadn't really happened yet, so he he can't he can't be uh can't be doing uh like off the field antics, even though they're positive. It's not like he committed a crime or nothing, but he's he's being annoying, and so he's not he he's not doing himself any favors. So it's like, hey man, put your head down, you get to work, stay in that playbook, keep coming up with strategies on how to win. Um, and I think that's the main thing. He's he's in pretty good shape, so I, I don't think he should worry about his his physical condition because he keeps he keeps himself in shape. Got to stay in that playbook, figure out a way to to uh, you know to to see between those plays and see those opportunities to to win those games. They should be to beat the Jags, but I mean again the Jags they it's not like the Jags are are just gonna lay down. <laughs> for the Broncos, Jags are going to try and play. They can score, uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, Wilson, Duel, Lawrence. I feel like their their teams are actually evenly matched um, in terms of talent. So, going to be interesting. Uh, I'm not going to watch it, but uh, I don't think anybody really wants to watch that game, which is probably a good reason why it is in London. Um, but we'll see what happens. I'm going to go Broncos on this one because. Frankly, it's a must win. Then you lose to the Jags. If their season wasn't over already, it's really over if they lose to Jacksonville. So, yeah. Panthers, Falcons. I'm going to go Falcons. And I don't like picking Atlanta because Atlanta melts down so much. But they can beat the Panthers. Come on, Falcons. Come on, Atlanta. Make make, make me feel good about picking you. Y'all can beat the Panthers. Let's do it. Y'all at home. Y'all at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in the ATL. Take care of business. Get that dub. I'm going Falcons. Bears going to Jerry World to host the Cow- well to to uh, to uh, to visit the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are hosting. As much as I want to say, oh, Cowboys got this. I mean. It was tough for them early against the Lions, and Lions aren't a good football team. Bears are better than the Lions from a um, like based on their record, and they they do play, uh, they do they are finding ways to make plays. So if the Cowboys aren't precise, if they if they aren't on their game, the Bears will hang around in this game unnecessarily. I'm going to go Cowboys, but I think they have to. The Cowboys are going to have to really be uh, on their game. Because this is a game they should win and perhaps dominate, but the like that game against the Lions, even though it was twenty four to six, it was ten to six for a good stretch of the game, and and Dak was was struggling on you know in his return uh, back from the injury. So um, I'm gonna go with uh, with the uh, with the Cowboys here. Dolphins, Lions, Dolphins got this one. I, Detroit's gonna play. Detroit's gonna play hard. It, we we can we can never accuse Detroit of not playing hard. So they're 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 uh, playing their hearts out. 
They're just making mistakes. They're, they're shooting themselves in the foot. Um, I think the Dolphins, though, this is a game that they that they need to win and to stay to stay strong in that division, stay close in that division. Because they got the Jets, they got the Pats in there, um, you know, so they, they've got to, and then they got Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo uh, is, is really uh, in command in that division. But the Dolphins can compete, so I think this is a game that they need to win to stay in step because their goal is to catch Buffalo. The Cards and the Vikings, this is a good game. Both teams can score. The Vikings are good this year. They're five and one. Um, they're three and zero at home. This the Vikings are hosting this game, so the advantage is the Cardinals. I mean, is the is the Vikings. The Vikings do have the advantage in this game, and I'm going to go with the Vikings because the Cardinals are too up and down. Um, but it's like the Vikings. They've got a pretty good, pretty good uh, set of cohesion. They they got pretty good cohesion going on right now. So uh, I'll go with them. I'll be shocked if they lose, but they could lose because it's not like the Cardinals can't put up points. It's just with the Vikings because of of how they're playing. There they have the advantage in this one. The Raiders going to the Big Easy to play the Saints. This game could go either way. I'm gonna go, gonna go Saints, mainly because the Raiders. I mean, even both teams are erratic, but I just, for some reason, I don't have a good feeling about uh, the Raiders' chances and the Saints. Saints can move that ball. They've they've got something going on with uh, with Dalton and Taysom Hill. Um, if if they get some momentum together, I don't know if the Raiders will be able to stop their offensive tandem. Even though they're two and five, uh, the Saints are. I feel like they're that they could uh, they could take down the Raiders. So I'm gonna go Saints. But th- this is a um, this game could go either way. The Patriots. Going to going to uh, to MetLife to play the Jets. It's a NFC, it's an AFC East showdown, and I'm gonna say that the Jets take it. I just think that the Patriots they got rocked last week, and I don't I don't know if they can deal with the physicality that the Jets are gonna bring to the table. Uh, it's Belichick's good, but I just—it's not a good year for him either. Uh, so I'm gonna go with the Jets on this one, even though they've lost Hall. I feel like they've got other other guys that they can that they can uh, call on to get the job done. This is a the Battle of Pennsylvania. We got the Steelers going to Philly to play the Eagles. The Eagles remain the uh, only undefeated team. In the NFL, and they're, they're clicking on all cylinders, and I think they're going to be seven and zero after this game is over. Because when you look at the two teams, Eagles are definitely better than the Steelers. Uh, Steelers again, they're two and five because Tomlin knows how to coach. Um, that's the only reason they're two and five. Um, but again, the Eagles, Jalen Hurts and company, they're. It's like they're they're playing great football uh, early in this season, and in in the Battle of Pennsylvania, I'm gonna say that the the Eagles win this one and probably win it handily. Titans Texans AFC South battle. Um, I'm gonna go Titans again. Texans Texans will play hard. Um, it's in Houston, and but at the same time, Titans. They're gonna win this game. They're gonna they're gonna use Derrick Henry. They're gonna play some hard nosed defense. It's gonna be a smash mouth affair. Uh, but the Titans win this one. The Commanders and the Colts ugly game. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to watch it unless you're a fan of these team of these two teams. Um, but if I was to pick who would win this game, I'm gonna go with the Commanders mainly because. They've they've the Colts have benched uh, Matt Ryan for the year. Uh, they they pretty much put him out to pasture um, because again he's just they his arm is too erratic and so they're going to go with the young guy for the remainder of the year and uh, and sit him out. I think he has an injury too, but 
is is not like he's is like he's he's won them some games, but he's also lost them some games, and I just I don't think that they want to deal with that. Um, it's, so uh, I'm gonna go with the Commanders because the Commanders one they beat the Packers, which should give them some really good momentum um, and and, uh, and confidence. But their team is, I guess, a little bit more stable because whenever you you go from one quarterback to another. That really take that that gives your team a stability hit because you don't know what to expect. So I'm gonna go Commanders on this one. Niners Rams NFC West showdown. Whenever the Niners and the Rams play, it's always fun. It's always uh it's always a good game. Um and it's 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 um I feel like there's always something on the line when they play. And so they're both teams are in kind of the same position. Um, they're Niners three and four Rams are three and three. Uh, they're, they're trying to maintain some footing in this division and both teams have weapons at their disposal. So we're going to see some star power here. It's Jimmy G versus Stafford. Um, you, you got, um, you got Christian McCaffrey and, and, and Kittle. Um, you got Cooper cup, you got uh, Aaron Donald. This is going to be a really good game. I'm glad it's on the Fox game. It should be um, probably the marquee afternoon matchup. Um, so, but I don't think it is going to be. I'm going to go with the um, going to go with the Rams mainly because I feel like the Rams uh, are going to be able to get home a little more than the Niners will be from a defensive standpoint, and the Rams need the game. Like they really need this game. I don't think they can afford to go three and four uh, with the NFL landscape the way it is. Um, and if they still want to to have a chance to defend their crown, uh, so I'm going to go Rams on this one. Giants Seahawks. I know this is probably the marquee matchup of the afternoon because we got the six and one Giants who are red hot <laughs> going up against the Seahawks in Seattle. Um, and they're four and three, but this is a good game because both teams, they're, they're, it's like, they're making a lot of noise and it should be a back and forth affair. I'm going to say that the Seahawks hand the Giants a loss here. So the Giants are going to come out of this six and two and the Seahawks going to move to five and three. I just feel like offensively, the Seahawks are better than the Giants, um, the the only I think the only way the Giants have a chance is if they can if they can neutralize Geno and uh, diminish their weapons. What's gonna what helps them is that um, is DK Metcalf is is gonna be out. Um, DK is not a hundred percent. He he got an injury, um, and so that that really helps the the Giants from a defensive standpoint. But Geno's been making plays with a lot of the guys um and I just I don't know if that'll be enough to to slow them down but it's going to be interesting to watch but I'm going to go Seahawks in a in a close battle here um but I just I don't if it becomes a a scoring affair I don't know if the Giants can keep up but we shall see they've 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 hung around and they figured out a way to win before um but Again, Seahawks been putting up a lot of points, and so uh, Giants. It's not like the Giants have been putting up an, an enormous amount of points, so they're gonna have to hang their hat on their defense. Uh, so, but I just it, it'll be yeah. I, I gotta go Seahawks on this one. Good game though, and we got a good game on a Sunday Night Football. It's a it's a must win for the Packers, but. Good luck with that because they got to go to Buffalo. They got to go to Highmark to play the Bills. Bills are five and one, looking great. Um, probably they're probably the uh, the number two team in the league. Um, if some people would put them at number one, but I'm going to say they're number two. Um, and Bills are looking great. They're looking scary. Uh, I, I'm I'm giving them the favorite. Um, like they're in the they're in the lane of favorites for making it to the AFC championship and probably and, uh, more likely representing uh, the AFC in the Super Bowl. It's their position to lose. So I'm going to go with the Bills to beat the Packers on Sunday night football on NBC. Yeah. 
Yep, but it's, it's going to be fun to watch, though. You got Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen. Good game, good smash. Both teams are smash mouth, um, you know, cold weather, uh, strong teams. So, but Bills are just better uh, this year. But that's that's going to be a high price football ticket. <laughs> uh, so the fans, all the fans that are going to be at Orchard Park, you they you know that that they paid a pretty penny to be on some Sunday night football in a game of that magnitude. And on Monday night, Halloween. We got AFC North Showdown. My Browns are going to host the Bengals at First Energy, and they're going to lose. They're going to lose because the Bengals are a better team. Um, and the Browns, they just they haven't figured out this thing. Now, I think it is going to be interesting because Jamar Chase isn't going to be in the game um, because he's he's going to be out like four to six weeks with that, with that hip injury that he's got. But... I mean, they're not putting him on IR, but he's going to be out of commission, which is going to be a hit to their offense. Uh, And if they can't block Joe Burrow, then it's really going to be an issue. Now, that's going to be the Browns opening. That's going to be the opening for them. If they can find the crack in in the Bengals offensive line and exploit it, then they have a chance. My thing is... I don't know if their offense can take advantage of it. I mean, yeah, they, they've got Nick Chubb, but outside of that, that's really all the hit. Like, I mean, I don't I don't put trust in Amari Cooper. Can he catch? Yes, but he's not consistent. Um it's not like he is it's like yes, he's he's okay, but like he's he doesn't strike fear into the hearts of, of defenses. Um so I just I don't know if the Bengals can cap. I mean, if the Browns can capitalize on the uh, the hand like on on the handicap that they have. I mean, the, you know, the Bengals are missing one of their better players, so you know it should be it should give them some chance to win. They do have some chance to win. I just because the line is like three, you know, there is like uh, is three, but at the same time, I just. The way my Browns have been playing, they, they they've they've hurt my heart. Um, I, if they win, I'll definitely be happy. I feel like they have a pretty good primetime record, um, especially when they play at home. Uh, so if they do find a way to win this game and they're three and five, then that's good. That actually keeps them um, in some kind of competition in this division. Um, but at the same time, um. I just feel like the Bengals are a little better. So, but we shall see on Halloween on Monday, uh, on Monday Night Football. And that, my friends, is week eight. Hi, everybody. Damon here. And I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon versus Peter. Moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. Okay, sorted takes. This is what I wanted to say earlier. Um, just looking at football and looking at basketball, um, there's something going on with like the, with star power, um, and you see it in basketball with LeBron, with KD and Kyrie, 
and um, you know, with other teams, and it's something where, and then when you look at, at the NFL, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, um, it's just a lot of those. Some of those guys aren't Russell Wilson. They're the older stars. Aren't I mean, they're it's like that they have that star power, but the teams aren't doing well, and so it becomes something where I, I saw an article where it says that uh, it was like a little headline that says, uh, or it could have been a Twitter post, one of those two. They were talking about Kevin Durant, and they said that uh, Durant. Durant scoring 30 used to be super impactful on the game, but now his 30 points is just 30. And that is, that's an interesting thought because in the landscape that we're in, teams aren't shook like they used to be uh, when someone was, was scoring high amounts of points. Um, I think it's because we're, we live in an age where more guys are athletic, more guys are are skilled. So it's not just one person that can just take all of the heart out of the team. Um, in, in the NFL, it's like there, there's if you, if you're deep as a team, I mean, yeah, they have that star, but you can do stuff and you can win and you can beat those stars to the teams. Look at the Rams. Rams have stars, um, but they're top heavy and teams have been beating them because they've been able to, to, to uh, kind of like have a little bit more depth. They wanted more. And yeah, you've got Aaron Donald. Yeah. You've got Cooper cup. You've got Matt Stafford, but they're getting beat. You got LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly. And they they can't get a win yet. They're zero and five. Kevin Durant and Kyrie. I mean, on the Nets, they're one and four. This is it, it. Used to be that if you had Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving together, if you had LeBron James on your team, and you throw Russell Westbrook in there, or and uh, some of the other guys they have. Oh, we're supposed to kill teams, but that's not the case anymore. And so it's interesting to see, to see that shift. Tom Brady, Brady's still doing Brady things, but again, it's like the the other team, like the the rest of the team, can't capitalize on it. So while you have Brady, is still not constituting wins because they're three and five. Uh, so they they they're on the three game losing streak. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's an interesting time to watch sports um, because there's one, we're seeing a changing of the guard in terms of, um, of impact star players. But I also think there's a changing in the guard in terms of how stars impact teams. I don't think that, other teams are shook are as shook as they used to be unless you have out like super outworldly um like skills like i feel like if if you're like when when Patrick Mahomes had Tyreek Hill on the team people were afraid because Tyreek Hill's a super hard cover or like i mean it, when when the when the Lakers were in championship level Lakers you had AD and LeBron. I mean, it was like, oh, what are you going to do? Who are you going to check? Um, it's just, but it's different now because you look at teams, even the lowly teams in the basket, like like maybe uh, Orlando or Sacramento. They're not probably lowly, but I don't I don't see them being there making a, a strong playoff run. Let's say that. <laughs> Let, let's say that they're they're not a, they're not a legitimate team to really do some damage in the playoffs um but i mean they can get they were giving the lakers you know they can give lakers business because they can make shots so lakers can't make shots um and i feel like everybody can shoot in the nba now which means that Teams have to play. It's like, yes, you still, you're always going to have that star, that leader that galvanizes the team and does things that kind of shift games um, and, and they're consistent. But I mean, I feel like teams, they're, they're going to be in these games. And with the, 
with the scores getting stronger and stronger and higher and higher from a basketball perspective where, you know, 132 uh, to, to 125 is kind of the norm or, or teams get to 140. Um, I just think it's because one, there is the, the game is getting faster and faster, um, but teams are playing any kind of D. <laughs> I feel like defense is getting weaker and weaker. And then in the NFL, Teams are playing defense, but because of the penal the, the penalties that are that are uh, happening, because it, they're they're trying to make sure that the game remains exciting, um, it's starting to become something where defenses can't really play um, how they really used to play or how they really want to play uh, because they have to be so careful and so mindful. Uh, but this is something I noticed. Um, it, let me know if you're if you're seeing the same thing I'm seeing, but it, I, I'm seeing a, a pattern and a trend there. Um, again, Lakers are 0-5. It's tough to watch, especially in a in a year where LeBron is definitely going to pass Kareem uh, for the the mo- unless unless he gets hurt, um, he's going to pass Kareem for most points. Uh, you know, like he's going to take the scoring record. And that's going to be a really tough record for anybody to break because you have to have long. You have to be able to to take care of your body enough and to be consistent scoring enough to be able to rack up that much points that that many points um, in your career. And that's that's really saying a lot. And it's not a record that's going to be. That's going to be um, that's going to be overtaken for a for a while, um, but I don't think that it'll be when when somebody does break it. I don't think that it will be a sixty year record like it was um, for Kareem uh, because teams are scoring more points because the three porter means more. I feel like. Um, and people and players know how to take care, better care of their body because LeBron guys like LeBron show, showed the blueprint on how to do that uh, and, and to be in peak athletic form. And you got guys like Steph who kind of taught people like just the, the skill involved in really shooting. And so I feel like um, it's not going to it, – it's going to be a really impressive record and it's going to be hard for hard for t- uh, for a player to break it. But I don't think it will be – it will be that long before another player breaks that record. So just because of the way scoring is, is going in, in, uh, in basketball. But, yeah, so – that is is pretty dope, uh, but again, with this with the way this season is going, that's all that that they that that the team will will have to get excited about. Because I mean, I don't. It, it's going to be hard for them to win. <laughs> it's going to be hard for the Lakers to to win games uh, because. It's not like teams are just going to to lay down. I mean, players are. I mean, th- these teams are playing like they're not just going to lay down for the oh, it's the Lakers, oh, it's LeBron. No, they're, they're going to play. You going y'all going to have to beat us, and that's exactly um, what was happening. And they and they can't do it. Like the Lakers, they can't score. Uh, so they and then they have the 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 West is strong and the East is strong. So it's. It's like where their wins gonna come from. It's like when you look at it, it's like they gotta play Denver. I don't think they can beat Denver. They're gonna play New Orleans. That's hard because New Orleans, Zion and crew and crew, they they're playing pretty good. You gotta play Utah. That's probably where their wins gonna be. Then they gotta play Cleveland. He's going home November six. Uh, LeBron is, um, but Cleveland's feisty. Donovan Mitchell, it, it like they're they're pretty good. Um, so. Then they go back to Utah. Then they got to play the Clippers. Clippers are better than them. Sacramento, I, I saw that preseason game. Sacramento can shoot. <laughs> I, I don't think they're world beaters. Sacramento can shoot. Then they got to play the Nets. That's going to be a tough game. They're probably, 
they could lose all of the. They could lose a good point of the, a good portion of these games. I think their wins are probably going to be in Utah and and um, Detroit because they play Detroit on November eighteenth. But um, and maybe San Antonio. But it, it's yeah, it's going to be an ugly season for them. I mean, um, but again, it's it's one of those things where everybody can't be good. Um, there, these things do happen, but wow, <laughs> that's, that's all you can say. Um, it, it's really too early to, 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 to figure out in basketball, like who's like from now, who's going to be in the finals, but, or, or at least, uh, really doubt, like definitely going to be in the playoffs, but we, I, we know the Warriors are going to be there unless something catastrophic happens. Warriors are going to, are probably going to, um, to be in the driver's seat again to get to the NBA Finals. But it's a long season. <clears throat> We're only five games in. We've got – it's like it, it, it's a long season. But and but everybody, because they want LeBron and, and it to be good and, and they expect – so much because we do call him, you know, this many people do call him the GOAT. And so because of that, it's it's something where those expectations are high. Uh we got the World Series going on and in the World Series, I know the the favorites are Houston and um as I do this podcast, uh, the Houston is up three uh to nothing on the Phillies. It's it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh I I uh, know some some fans are really hoping that probably the Phillies win. Uh, Philly Philly uh, sports is is red hot. They got a lot of things to cheer, um, but uh, I know the the favorites are the Astros. Even though people don't like the Astros because they cheat, uh, <laughs> but yeah, this, this game is probably gonna. Uh, like the this series is probably going to be great, uh, and I'll be happy for any team that wins. Uh, currently, Philly Philly is up one game to nothing, uh, but then my Ohio State team they they beat uh, the Penn State. Um, so things are you know things are cool. It, it's that we're we're gearing up for the showdown, and so because we're going into November, we're we're getting closer and closer to the game uh, between uh, Michigan and Ohio state. And again, it's going to be an even match because both teams are good. So, and it's going to have, as it always, well, as in most of the time that it does, it has implications from a champ from college football championship standpoint, or at least the playoffs getting in to compete for it. So, that's that. Looking forward to talking to everybody next time to see what the, what what happens in these games. And I'll catch you later. God bless. Thank you again for listening. Hey everybody, Damon here. I've written many books, and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site, pick it up, read it to your little ones, teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way.